Today I am drinking a decaf vanilla oat latte. I haven't had the vanilla creamer in a long time, so I'm not sure how this is gonna taste. Actually very good. Today's episode is actually going up on a really special day. I wanna paint my nails because Lord knows I need it. My nails are hella chipped. And talk about my unfiltered experience of being a mom. This episode is scheduled to go up on Wednesday, September 6th, my son's first birthday, and also my first anniversary as a mom. So I feel like this was the perfect timing to do this. And now that I have a full year of motherhood under my belt, I wanna talk about the highs, the lows, what I've learned, where I've struggled, and all of the blessings in between. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I had no idea what to expect going into it, and I also didn't plan this pregnancy. So timing, especially in hindsight now, is so serendipitous in the sense of Easton, my son, just being like such a bright light and such an angel in such a dark time where we've lost, we lost a family member, we lost Ryan's mom just as Easton turned four months old. And so going through my pregnancy, not only 
with Ryan's mom because I didn't, I'm not really close with my mom. So first of all, going through pregnancy with Ryan's mom, like I'll cherish that forever. And I know that any other future pregnancies I have, which if I have it my way, I would have one more. I know I'm never gonna have that again. I'm never gonna have a mom to go through that with me. So I'm always gonna cherish that experience. And then also to the first few months of postpartum, going through that with Ryan's mom as well and being able to give her her first grandchild and just have that time together like again in hindsight it all happened exactly as it should and even now as we go through the grieving process still Easton just keeps our spirits so high so yeah we weren't expecting to have kids so soon we do want to have one more eventually ideally we would have them three years apart so I can have a little bit of time in between pregnancies to get my body back to myself, not back to any kind of shape. I just mean genuinely like to just physically own fully my body and not be like a food bank anymore. And also to just enjoy the time that we have with Easton. Right now my life feels so full with Easton. I know that there is still gonna be that component that I hope one day we can bring in to really complete our family and make us a family of four. But for right now, we're just loving being a family of three. I knew I was gonna love Easton. Actually experiencing that love, it is so hard to put it into words. It's so hard to explain what that feeling is. Like from the moment I saw him, it's just every day it grows bigger and bigger and I just don't understand how it could possibly. Like every day I'm like, I could not love you more. And then another day goes by or another week goes by or another month goes by or he does something new or he says something new or he learns something new or he looks at you in a certain way. It makes me cry in like the best way. I expected there to be a shift in my priorities for sure. However, you can know something and then it's not really until you experience it yourself before you really know it on a deeper level. One of the reality checks that I had is realizing that the only time that you have that's yours is literally when they're sleeping or like if you have a sitter or you have family or a support system, like a really strong support system. Like as I mentioned, we had Ryan's mom and for the most part, that was, that was really it for us. Like I have some family that'll come up and help us, but I mean consistent, regular, routine help. We don't have that. Reality is my me time, my time to do anything I need to do where I can't have a baby with me is when he sleeps. And I, I feel like it's not necessarily a bad thing. I see a lot of sour comments about the whole like sleep when the baby sleeps. Like sometimes I do do that. Sometimes when Easton's taking a nap, if I'm really tired, I take a nap. But for the most part, when the baby sleeps is when you need to get all the other things done that you need to do. That was a huge reality check just realizing how much I can actually survive off of minimal sleep. I'm talking a couple hours a night and very broken up sleep. Like I haven't had a good night of going to sleep and not waking up at all until morning time in a year now since he's been born. I usually wake up early. So that has been a benefit in the sense of babies tend to wake up early. So that has definitely been a blessing for both Ryan and I. Ryan is also an early riser. I expected my life to change, but not to change too much. And I think I've done a very good job, like I'll pat myself on the back for keeping as, as balanced as I feel I could, but also letting myself change, letting my life change. I guess part of the reality that I feel a little surprised by is, and I this is understandable, so let me preface this by saying like, I totally get it, I totally understand it, but I guess it's just like, 
nobody's life changes as much as yours does when you have a kid, right? Like nobody's going to love your kid as much as you and nobody's going to care about your kid as much as you, which again, I fully understand that. The reality check of like how isolating it can be sometimes, how lonesome it can be sometimes, just the day-to-day battle of getting things done or like making it through the day, that quote that like the days are long, but the the years are short is so true. This year feels like it went by so quickly. I can't believe he's a year. You would expect more people to kind of be there with you, even to just be there like energetically or like spiritually in a sense, like to just to say like, hey, can you send me a picture of Easton today? Or how's, how's he doing? So editing me here, I just want to jump in and say that this feeling for me also probably comes a lot from feeling that missing void of Ryan's mom because that's exactly what she was like and what she would do and that was like a daily occurrence so it's kind of jarring to be missing that role and I feel like that's maybe why I'm feeling this emotion or feeling that void of someone to just want those things like a grandmother would. <laughs> there are some moments of motherhood that I'm never gonna forget Easton's first word was mama and watching him learn how to stand, take steps, watching him with Ryan has been one of the most beautiful things. Just seeing their love together, seeing his love for his papas, both of his papas. Also just the little moments. Yeah, I was gonna do my best not to cry, I'm sorry. There is this weird comfort that comes from being up in the middle of the night with your baby. and. I am so sad that those moments are coming to an end and I'm sure I'll eat my words as he goes into like toddlerhood and probably wakes up in the middle of the night and keeps me up, but more so the nights specifically when he was a newborn, even now to this day, where I have to get up in the night and I feed him and like he'll reach up and put his little hand on my face or he'll run his fingers through my hair or he'll rub my arms and it's just like, it's... It is the most adorable thing and I'm always gonna feel fondly. I think all the way till I'm old, if I am granted the privilege of growing really old, my happiest places that I'll always go back to in my mind. Doing things as a family, it sounds silly because it's so simple, but going to the grocery store, going to Costco all together, we're planning a little camping trip for Easton's first birthday, so doing things like that just having these moments where the three of us come together and and that is such a joyful moment on so many levels for me because it's like i know we're building such positive energetic experiences into easton as he grows in consciousness but i also used to be this pit in my stomach or this hole in my stomach where like my family my nuclear family blew up when i was a teenager and this is so healing for my own inner child and my own sense of self as well to feel that sense of wholeness and that sense of groundedness in my family again the moments that i have that i'm so glad we captured of easton with ryan's mom as well like those are also going to be some of the most joyful moments of I remember again in the first few weeks of Easton's life, just we would go for walks, me and Easton and Ryan's mom, and just the little things, like she would just stop by and open up the sliding door and be like, how's our boy today? And would buy him little gifts and always bring them by, always come by. She was the one that came by so I could shower for the first time. She helped me get out of the house for the first time with him. Like I'm going to cherish those until I'm gray and I'm old. And if I keep talking, I'm just gonna start bawling like a baby. So I'll move into some of the more challenging aspects now. Hold up. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I feel like, I, I don't know if this is just me, so please tell me some other perspectives. I would love love to hear your perspective if you feel differently at all. But I feel like I was expecting, I guess, a more child-supportive society or a more parent-supportive society. I don't know if we've just come to a time on the planet where people just really don't like kids and babies or if it's like a Western culture thing where it's just like, you go out in public and nothing is really accommodating for children. Not that everything should be accommodating for only children, but that there would be a little bit of like thought that would go into just the infrastructure of like a city or like when I went to Toronto, nothing had shocked me more than how many places don't have change tables. No places have a spot for you to go feed your baby. And I don't know how that's going to continue to be as I grow in terms of like having a toddler versus having a kid versus having a preteen and so on and so forth. Yes, they are babies, but they're still human and they're still part of society. I think this is partly more so a sign of the times that we don't live in communities anymore. We don't have a village anymore. So when you go into parenthood and especially the role of being the mom and being the mother, like nurturing and being more of the primary parent. Centuries ago, our ancestors would do that with fellow moms. Like you would take turns so that you could all get the things done you needed to do. When you walk into motherhood, or at least in my experience, walking into motherhood, you become the village yourself. Like it is literally you. And then it becomes impossible not to get burnt out being a full village by yourself, doing every role by yourself for the most part. I don't have much to say about it because I feel like I'm through the thick of it or in the thick of it right now myself, but my boundaries are much stronger. I'm much less of a people pleaser because I definitely know how much time and how much energy I have. And I'm very, very particular about what I try my best to spend it on. Even though being a mom feels like 
exactly what I've always been meant to do, exactly what I've always wanted. It's always been my purpose. You do let go of a sense of freedom you had before to do whatever you want, whenever you want, and to you know jump on a plane and go on a trip somewhere if you wanted to or whatever. However, I will say from my experience, like the trade-offs are much higher, they're much deeper, they're much more fulfilling. Becoming a mother has helped me feel more affirmed in who I am and more confident in who I am as well. And I think that again comes back to like, you realize how much grit you have, you realize how much you're capable of, you become like the number one advocate, not only for your baby and your child, but also for yourself. My son becomes number one priority at all times. Uh, and sometimes that means at the end of the day, my nails aren't painted or the kitchen is a mess or we're eating takeout because you know what just don't have time to make dinner tonight or that deadline didn't get met or I didn't have time to write or work on my books or read or whatever it is but that's okay because I also am super aware realizing that those nights where it's three o'clock in the morning and Easton was just a little newborn like those I'll never get those nights back again but reading will always be there my baby won't always be my baby he will eventually be my kid he'll eventually be my teenager he'll eventually be my adult. And so I'm okay sacrificing those things right now in order to prioritize this precious time that goes so quickly. I've already mentioned this a little bit, but motherhood has also really helped me grow personally. It's helped me become stronger in so many ways. Like I feel like before I had this false sense of strength or I would almost kind of try and fake it till I make it. I take things less personally, like I just, I give my firm nose. I remember watching Easton see snowfall for the first time or watching him see birds fly in the sky. You know, just be so curious about things that are so brand new to him, but that are so normal and just kind of regular and they fall into the background noise for us as adults, right? And so that's been really cool because there's this new sense of wonder, there's this new sense of imagination, there's this new sense of silliness and play, which is so healing for my inner child, but it's also just so fun as an adult to be able to go back in time and, and make traditions and make silly faces and goofy noises. I just feel even my perspective on the world has shifted a lot because of it and it's for the better. Like I'm not lost anymore. And that's a really interesting revelation because I think for a long time, I was so, I had no idea who I was. I had no sense of self and I was so desperate to try and find it. and. I think I can see it now when I look back on just the different eras and chapters that I've, I'm lucky to have documented, or I mean, also sometimes cursed to have documented, but I can see how lost I was and how hard I was trying to find what I already knew was inside of me. And now I feel like I've really let myself root and let that part of myself flourish and it's still flourishing. And it's so, it's very, it, it brings me a sense of contentment and fulfillment. There's always a lot of talk about when you become a mom, not losing your identity as an individual. Like don't get lost in being a mom and don't make it all that you are. And it was actually my therapist that said, what if it's okay if you actually do let it be your identity? What if it's okay if you do get lost in it for a little while? I have kept certain things that were always a part of me, whether it was reading, whether it's been creating content. My opinion is not that you get lost or you lose a part of yourself when you become a mom. If anything, I think you end up actually learning more about yourself or it adds on to who you are. It doesn't take away from who you are. And it is okay if you, 
you know, get lost in it for a little bit, especially in the first year. Like it is such a big change, but it's also such a short amount of time that your baby is that small. And so I, I genuinely don't think there is anything wrong with getting lost in it. I for sure definitely struggled with the identity aspect of it though, just solely for what I do for a living. Like I, I still struggle with it where I'm like, I want to talk about this. And I've been really conscious of trying to keep that balance of like sharing my day-to-day -day life, especially in vlogs. Part of that was also for Easton's privacy because I do want to be very aware of his digital footprint. Your day-to-day -day completely changes and becomes all about your baby. So I'm like, how do I vlog, but not make it all about being a mom when my day-to-day -day is literally being a mom. It's definitely a tricky balance. However, having little bits of routine for myself and even bringing Easton along for those routines, it's been really fun as well. Like, yeah, we're gonna go for a walk in nature every day because that's really peaceful for me, but it's also really healthy and good for you. Or like, yeah, you can sit there and do your independent play. I'm just gonna sit right here and read right beside you. I'm right here if you need me kind of thing. Like finding that balance is definitely a day-to-day -day thing, but I do feel it's getting easier, especially now that he's coming up on the year mark. Relationship-wise, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Having a child will test your relationship. Again, too, like with Ryan and I's situation, we had a lot happen in one year from having Easton to like I lost Coe's and then we lost his mom. And with losing his mom, we didn't just lose her. Like she was also battling cancer through that as well. And then we've been doing house renovations on top of all of that. And we sold his house and we struggled to sell his house for a little bit because we put it on the market like right as the market stopped and slowed down. So like there were a lot of stressors, lots of things going on there. I tend to not talk about my relationship too, too much, but we know each other. Like we know when we need to sit down and talk and how to sit down and talk and how to communicate better. And it did take some trial and error to learn those things. There are times where for both of us, it just became too much, but it's like when your partners, what you do when you know your other partner is struggling or you know your other partner is grieving or you're both going through a grieving process together, it's like you become a team. Hopefully you become a team. We became a team. And so it turned into not just like, what you're going through, I'm going through, what I'm going through, you're going through. And then again, like Easton became and, and really is still this like bright, happy source through such a weird and grayish time in our lives. It, it's made our relationship stronger. Having my sister so close by has been such a blessing. Like the two of us just being able to get together and take the kids to the splash park or just talk about like, motherhood together that has been amazing i think if i could go back in time and tell myself and tell my sister when we were younger that this is where we were going to end up we would be so happy and so excited and so i'm so glad we did this i'm so glad i moved here i'm so glad my little niece decided to come to the world when she did because that's exactly what inspired me to move here even just little traditions we did in the first year little holidays we did together like it's going to be so fun to watch them grow up together and just continue to make more traditions together and be close together and have our brother close by too. If I could go back to myself a year ago, just before Easton was born and just knowing like, this is it, this is gonna change my life forever. I remember sitting outside and looking at the trees as I was having contractions and knowing that that was gonna be my last day before becoming a mom, I don't know if I would change a thing. Like I really don't think I would because not to be too corny or like too self-centered, but I, I do feel very 
the word proud is coming to mind, but I do like I, nothing has ever come more intuitively to me. And that's not to say that it, that's going to be the case for everybody. And I hope it doesn't come across that way. Cause I know how annoying that can be when you're like, God, I'm just struggling. And someone else is sitting there being like, Oh, it just came so naturally to me. Like there have been really, really hard times. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think there's anything I would say to that version of me just just about to go through the process, like just about to have the most magical experience of my life, other than just like breathe, smell his sweet head as much as you can, enjoy those sweet middle of the nights as much as you can. But I also know I did, like I really feel I did. So I don't think there's much I would say, but just breathe, like you're in it, be in it. Be exactly where you are in the process because Time is gonna go by either way. The days will always feel long, but the years will always go by short. I know there were times I needed to hear it without even wanting to say it. Even though you know it, you know you're doing the best you can, but sometimes you just need someone to say it to you. Especially in those first few weeks where he was a newborn. It would just be like the simplest little moment, you know, where I would have a win, or even if I was having a loss, but for the most part, I remember there were a couple wins I felt like I was having at the beginning, and I was just so excited about them, and she was somebody that I could just openly be like, guess what happened today? And it would be the most nonchalant thing, but she would just be like, that's amazing, like you're such a good mom. And it was so authentic the way she said it, and yeah, I think I would, I would just hit that home if I could go back. Looking towards the future, and again, drying up this like, blubbery that I'm pulling you guys through. I'm so sorry. I knew I would get emotional for this chat. There's just like no way around it. But when I think about the future, I am so excited. I have never felt more hope for the future at like literally at all, especially over the last few years, feeling so hopeless and just trying to grasp onto any sense of hope. I want to see a better future for him. I make better choices for the future through knowing that that's this is the world I'm leaving him behind to. I cannot wait to see him and his consciousness continue to evolve, continue to grow. I can't wait for all of the, again, future traditions, even just like our first camping trip for his first birthday. I hope we do that every year for his birthday. He was born Labor Day weekend, the Tuesday right after I went into labor on Labor Day. So like, I wanna go camping every weekend, every Labor Day weekend for his birthday. And like all the Christmases, all of the Easter's, all of the Halloween's, all of the summers living in this house. Again, especially too, as we continue to make this house more our own. As a mom, I obviously also have like anxieties about the future. Again, when I think about the world and the parts of the world that I don't have control over that I'm leaving behind for my son, that one day there is gonna be a time where you leave and you just want them to be as equipped and as okay as possible to continue to live their life in freedom and in truth and in their freedom and in their truth. And yes, there's a lot about the world that again, I have no idea about and I have no control over. Like where is AI gonna go? Are we gonna be able to like reverse or at least slow down global warming? Or are we gonna be able to treat our environment better? Are people gonna start treating each other better? Are we gonna be able to stop all of this division and all of this hatred? All of this is some of the the most important work out there. It's the legacy we leave behind as human beings and it's the future. It's literally our future. For me, it is the most important legacy that I could leave behind is who my child is and whether or not I created the right environment for them to flourish into whoever he came to this planet to be. And I feel so lucky to be Easton's mom. And so those are my thoughts, my unfiltered thoughts on motherhood. I'm sure there are 
things that I forgot or didn't touch on. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to leave them in the comment section down below and I'll either try to answer them, type in them out, or I will create a full separate video if I get enough questions on, you know, a motherhood Q&A coming up on one year. I'm also gonna do a vlog of like things I actually found useful, things I didn't. Take that or leave it because every baby's different, every pregnancy and every mom is different, every family's different. But yeah, go check that out on my vlog channel if you guys wanna see it. And outside of that, I'm sending you guys so much love. Happy one year to Easton and one year of motherhood over here. And I will talk to you guys all very soon. Bye everyone. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.